That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio, so stay tuned. Bat Force Radio, the DC Batman podcast with no limits. We got a ton of stuff to talk about tonight. We are going to jump into a little New York Comic Con recap as some of our guys were uh, over there. Was that this past weekend? Um, and then we are going to get into a bunch of the fandom, and there was a bunch of stuff that dropped, so we're going to get straight into that. So let's go around the round table. We got Gramps in Texas. Howdy. We got Teases in Jersey. Believe we got Louis' agent in New York. Shout out to Louis. <laughs> we got Legends of Lego Batman in California. Go Dodgers. We got Dunk in New York. What up? We got the Grumpler also from New York. Nope. I've got Robin D. Cross in Canada. Evening. Um, back for Tom in California. Uh, yeah. So before we get into, there was news on. Uh, uh, Black Adam, there was a couple of teasers for, uh, what is it, Shazam, um, Aquaman 2. They had a teaser for The Flash. They had a full uh, trailer for The Batman. Before we get into in all that stuff, we're going to talk about a little bit of New York. Con. I think it was like one of the biggest cons that returned. I know there's been cons uh, already coming back, but I feel like this is the one that um, the biggest one, obviously, in New York. Uh, biggest one probably on the East Coast, and uh, some of the bigger names were starting to come back to this con. So why don't, why don't Teases and Dunk take us through what it was like finally going back to a convention, uh, finally going back to New York Comic Con. What did you do? Who did you see? How'd it go? Um, it, it, was, uh, it was definitely different. Um, the mechanics of it, you know, there was a whole pre-screening, so a lot of people really felt safe. Um, to our surprise, once we got there, everyone still had to wear a mask, which we were completely cool with. Um, the capacity uh, on Friday when we went was about a third, and Saturday they had said it was 50%, but it still felt pretty light. Right, Dave? Like, uh, yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> we spent most of our time in Artist Alley, and you know we we're kind of noticing a lot of things, uh, especially on the ground floor where we usually start. You have a big presence of usually DC in that left wing, and that was completely empty. So that was kind of like you know not eerie, but it was just definitely different. Um, you know, Marvel didn't have a presence uh, coming from New York. Midtown Comics wasn't there, so. These big staples that we usually tend to go to um, right in the beginning to meet artists that are kind of a little harder to find, um, they just weren't there. So that left the whole top floor for smaller retailers and also 
a couple of artists, uh, independent artists to kind of take that floor. So things were a lot more spread out, but it did give us an opportunity to see some new different things outside of the norm, but it definitely wasn't the staple. And, um, I think obviously DC wasn't there for other reasons, uh, which we'll talk about later, but I think this could be a shift, you know, like I think Comic-Con might be going back to its roots of being more about comics and cosplay and just a fan experience as opposed to um, reveals, you know. Uh, San Diego is usually good for that, but New York Comic-Con is, they kind of like take the second stride at that. But this year it was in in reverse since uh, uh, San Diego is going to be around Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Um, for for me, for New York City Comic Con, um, it was weird just not having those major those major vendors. You know, when you talk about when you look at you know most people want to go see what's in DC booth, uh, what costumes or whatever they're going to have there. Uh, what are they giving out for free? How are they <laughs> going to sell me? How are they going to sell me this credit card I need to get now? Um, there was no Marvel. There was no Funko, which is crazy. Um, no Mezco. It was just random vendors and um other uh other uh comic companies that like we were releasing some exclusives that you didn't even know about to like to the day of um it felt different but i i enjoyed it i i like the fact that there was less people there i like the fact that um it was really opened up because you don't have those massive lines holding everything up and like just getting in your way or you're trying to go from one place to other um artist alley extended it was huge um they it looks like they took they took over some of the panel rooms and just extended it so like uh um comic sketch art had a huge <coughs> corner as they normally do they always have like the back end wall but they had this huge corner and it kind of wrapped around um it felt more intimate um you know you had a chance to actually uh talk to the artists and and see them instead of like being rushed um, you know, like sign your book, get the fuck out of the table, you know, next. No, you can actually sit down and have a conversation and um, teases and I took advantage of that as much as we can. Cause you know, most of the guys that we met up with there, uh, you know, their friends, you know, they're fans of the show. They've been on this show. And I felt like that was, um, that we had to take advantage of that. Cause once New York city comic-con, once New York comic-con goes back to full force, we're going to lose all that. And it was a perfect time for us to build those relationships. Was Image Comics there? No. Damn. How about Damn. Dark Horse? Dark Horse? Uh, I don't remember seeing them. Possibly. Mm. So, like, the three major comics uh, publishers and the top retailer there. weren't there. Wow. Shit. Yeah. yeah it was different. Crazy. Who did you guys see? Like, who, uh, who, what notable names did you guys have uh, an opportunity to chat with? Well, my first stop, everyone knows. <laughs> um, I'm going to just start off with the story that uh, Katana Collins posted that she wanted granola cupcakes. And she was like, if someone brings them, we'll take care of you. I'm like, sweet. Right. So I was like, my full story was I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I live in Albany. So at 4.30, I was in my car. I got to Jersey about like 6.45. I was in New York at like 7.15. And then uh, I had to pick up a ticket. From someone then i ran over to this penn, penn station yeah went to magnolia's got two cupcakes because you know you know Mur- well, you know yeah. Murph- you know murphy's gonna, gonna jump in and snag one um and first person i saw online was of course katana collins and sean murphy uh i brought over those cupcakes for them and 
They hooked it up. Nice. I got like eight prints. I got a sketch. Oh. Katana oh, did a shit. sketch for me. Um, they signed about like nine books. Um, wow. And just just took care of me. Uh, after that, I went over to Claremont. Man, that man talks. <laughs> uh, some of the first <laughs> that dude was going in. Um, but uh, the first person <laughs> in line had like a, a short box of books. <laughs> you got to be really patient with those people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. Whatever, you know. Those dudes don't of... give a fuck. They'll make you wait. They don't fucking care. Yo, they, they do counted fifty books, and most of the signatures went up to like ten dollars a pop. Fuck. Damn. Um, Murphy stayed true to his rules. Is always like the first five is free, then everything's five dollars afterwards. But everyone else went up to ten dollars. Uh, and he went down. It used to be the first ten free. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we got a lot of free cigs anyway, right? Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. But yeah, luckily yeah. for us, uh, the timing was right, and we just uh, got the stack oh, taken care of. Sorry, you got friend prices. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's the new term friend prices where you don't you you can claim it, but you don't have to post how much. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was um. Yeah, it was definitely different. Um, a lot of DC representation for artists. There was really close to none outside of the typical comic book sketch art uh, corner. You know, I went to go see Klaus for a little bit. We got to talk. Um, but again, you know, it was like Dave said, it was a cool opportunity to really talk to your favorite artist for like 10 minutes. Uh, Tony Daniel was there. I spoke to him for like a few minutes. Um, Why? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because Dave wanted me to get something signed, and I, I got two things signed. But yeah, he's, you know, he he was in that ten dollar range, so I wasn't really hanging out too long. That, that's a bit <laughs> much for Tony Daniel, but uh, you know, it's that <laughs> pandemic and everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, was the Tim Sale there? No, no, we no, saw Tim um, when we went to Connecticut for uh, Terrific Con, and he yeah. he told us in July that it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, that whole that whole team, even Lee Weeks, he wasn't going. So the only team member from there, from uh, that group, was pretty much Klaus. Mm. Yeah, yeah, none of them are going to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone's kind of like backpedaling for a second. Maybe they felt really comfortable, but um, you know, Scott and uh, Greg were there. <clears throat> they showed us some love. Um, I that saw that they uh, they interviewed both you guys. Uh, yeah, you know. Gotham Geek Girl uh, was there, and we were part of the production crew. <laughs> you guys broke down tables, set up lights. Yeah, yeah. She's, a couple of booze. Right? She is. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, right. yeah, she's newly Force. indoctrinated. Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, so we got. You guys saw the pictures. I was the we, camera guy. We got a couple of pictures with Scott and Greg. Um, that was cool. Greg was yeah, pretty funny trying to yeah. trying to get yeah, my height. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for everything that you do. Yeah, man. I mean, we, yeah, man. we couldn't do this without you two. So thank you both. Scott <laughs> Snyder was promoting um this comicology Amazon. We got, we got demons. What's it called? Uh, demons. Yeah. yeah so that's that's like his. Greg, that. uh, <clears throat> I guess, the owner of it, or Scott owns it, but they were promoting that really hard, and uh, it was like an event. It was really insane. The fact that he just. Uh, he just knows how to kind of climb the charts and push the Snyder brand, and it's working with these adaptations. But um, 
but you know, at the end of the day, he showed us a lot of love. He's he's he was really great. Um, what was cool about that is usually you have to wait for Scott and Greg for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. If you're there on time, maybe what twenty five minutes. Yeah, it, you know, it was pretty orderly. So they're on point. Yeah, that was it. Was kind of. I have to say the fact that there was no urgency or stress made it really enjoyable. Uh, the fact that me and Dave kind of just was that we were able to take our time was really something different. So I, I wouldn't mind more of those, you know, um, I didn't feel like I really lost anything. I really had the whole day to, you know, kind of just cruise, <clears throat> you know, typically you're waiting for two artists, three artists. That's already three or four hours out of your day. You're, you're almost done. You're exhausted. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a good opportunity to really get intimate and kind of just, like Dave said, maybe you have an opportunity that you wouldn't get beforehand, maybe get a sketch or, you know, yeah. more book sign. Oh, shit. If that's your thing. Uh, was it still at the Javits Center? Javits? Javits? I don't know how they say it. The Javits, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it so. took a, they still kept up, you know, took up over all the space. So you had like, if you want to take your, uh, your, your, your professional photos with like John Cena or whatever. Still same section. All the artist alley still same section, and then the vendor waste money with just... John Cena. Can't see him. So <laughs> there was like um, they had like plexiglass before, uh, like between people's oh, yeah. pictures. So it wasn't like you weren't you know as close. Um, I, I saw pictures of anybody down there. What happened? What was that? You take a picture, and the plexiglass is in the picture. It, yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like a divider. It's like a divider. So it's Jeez. like. <laughs> It's yeah. super thin. I've seen I've seen them post that on Instagram. You can barely tell. You can edit that out too. Yeah. So um, you know, all the proper precautions people took. Um on the way in, uh, there was like a separate section where you had to like verify that you had your uh vaccination pass. That took maybe thirty seconds. They asked for your ID, they get the vaccination pass, they give you a, a, a wristband, and then you just go inside without an issue. Um that, that was nothing. That wasn't that crazy at you all. You pretty much keep it on all weekend. Yeah, shower with it. <laughs> yeah, I heard Teasy I saw some shady shit with that. Yeah, I did actually. No way. But uh, you know that's for another show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I I saw one of the employees uh, give someone a pound, and and sneak a wrist a wristband to someone. Oh. Yeah, but you always- know what? You know, I was telling Dave too. I was like. There's always going to be someone that is never going to do it legally, you know. Um, you just got to protect yourself and those around you, and um, that's all you could do. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's also I, I lucked out because, of course, you know, as a fan of the cosplay community, there was like a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while, so I touched base with them, got a nice. lot of good pictures, um, scheduled a couple of things for for the Everything Batman podcast. There's a plug. Um, <laughs> and uh, just met a couple of people that I, I've that I've always you know people that I've had on the podcast and then people that I haven't had on, and it was just cool, man. Just like just hang out, and again, like it wasn't as packed, so everyone had time for each other. It wasn't like rushing from one thing to another. It like I this is this is I had this is the most fun I've had at, at a comic con, um, sure. and for yeah. it to be this big and just have like not have not having to rush anywhere or like. Yeah. And I, part of that's like, I just, I guess, like I said, I think, you know, you don't have, you don't have a Funko crowd. You don't have like the Mesco crowd. You just had comic book people. You yeah. Know, you, and, you didn't have that group that's looking to make that quick flip and trying to get that first item in the first 20 minutes. The, 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 there were some exclusives minutes. though, like for the, the mint comics, man, I, I was looking for, uh, 
there was a, a Dr. Dre uh, variant cover for uh, Department of Truth. And I was like, all right, I gotta, let me walk around and find this. And I saw this line, man. It was the longest line I've seen. And I was just like, all right, I ain't, I'm not fucking standing in this shit to get this damn comic. I really, I, you know, I, I touched base with the artist and I spoke to him for a bit. He's like, he was the number one, that was like the number one comic to get there. It was only selling for 30 bucks. I go on eBay now, one just sold for $250. And I'm like, these motherfuckers. Hmm. I really wanted that book though, just to have, because it was pretty dope. Um, so that was like the only main thing people were looking for, really, like just those exclusive comic book covers. Because, you know, we all know you get you pay 30 bucks and you could flip it real quick. Yeah. So there was still some of that, but not at, not at the scale of, you know, the Funko line being half the Javits Center and, you know, like stuff like that. So it it was it just felt good that it was limited. Nice. We saw we actually saw Blake. Blake Northcott was uh in the streets on what Friday, so we got to spend mm. some time with her. With uh, she's no, she missed she missed Friday. She came Saturday. I'm sorry, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so one one day to me in my head, but yeah, yeah, that was cool. She came over and was excited to meet us. Uh, hung on fire. Oh, yeah. She was hanging out with Ming, and I didn't see him though. I was just I was like, hey, Blake, cool. Hung on for a bit. Right, that was right after we uh we handled the the camera production for uh, Scott and Greg. <laughs> nice. Did you guys uh, was Temple Smith there? He was. Really? Yeah, he and he moved uh well, I think he's always been West Coast, but Squeak. he recently moved down to San Diego. So he flew yeah. all the way out there. I'd be interested to see how um you know, upcoming uh, legends and I were going to be at Baltimore Comic-Con. I'm interested to see how that's going to be compared to New York City this year. Um Probably know, even Le- smaller. I know Legends. Could, oh, yeah, you know, he's sure. been to come. He's been to Baltimore before, so he has a different way of gauging it. Um, it's going to be my first time, but I mean, it was chill though. It was chill when I went two years ago, so I'm sure it's going to be even more chill this year. Yeah, especially with all the cancellations. I might check out Emerald City this year. Um, I'm debating on that one. That one's even probably smaller out of out of all of them. But Emer- no, Emerald, really nice. Emerald City is usually a pretty big convention. I don't know, not this year. Yeah, maybe not this year. Judging by what they're saying. I, I don't even know. Mondo usually shows up to that one, which is nice. Mm. Because you don't have to fight. Um, and it's pretty easy. I've, got, I've had people go to that con and, and grab Mondo Prince, just walk up to the booth. There's no line. Shit. Yeah, and no, um, C2E2's after that, the week after that. They're just hitting us, hitting us with cons back to back to back because uh, San Diego is Thanksgiving, right? Then you yeah. have uh, Emerald City, which is the first week of December, and then you have C2E2, which is the second week of December. Just holy, what the fuck? Oh shit! It's con season, man. Wow, they they push con season to the wind. Uh, mm-hmm. Crazy. Ain't nobody getting Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All in all, it was a nice, pleasant experience, it sounds like. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, I felt like I was telling Dave, too. I was like, I felt like we got most of everything done Friday. And then Saturday was just a victory lap. We just got to chill. Uh, just enjoy it, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. What what flavor of cupcakes did you get? <laughs> <laughs> I had to go vanilla. Oh, okay. That was safe. That place is a... Makes a good cake. 
Yeah, yeah, they do. I was like, all right, I guess I got a couple of things myself. I I had about three cake cupcakes before I went in. To man, New York so City you, Christ. man, you are a. I'd, I'd be foaming at the mouth, man. Dunk went in, dude. Dunk puts more miles, <laughs> not only in the aisles, <laughs> but on the streets. In the in sheets. The, in the on, sheets too, man. I mean, he on just, sheets. On the Altima. Miles everywhere, man. <laughs> that dunk mobile must have been cruising down that highway. When, yeah. when dunk takes a step, that's like five of my steps. So I tell him to fucking slow down. I am slow. Yeah, that's true. Dunk, I know what. Oh, dunk, I got an idea for you to cosplay at Baltimore. Because it's, you know, it's kind of around Halloween. And Legends, like, you can go in on it too. You know, those at the fair. Those things that you hit the hammer and it goes up to the top. <laughs> Dunk can be the the pole with the thing, and Legends just be the, the the salesman with the hammer. The that's like the feet the feet of strength test. Yeah, your feet the feet of, of strength. Yeah, the dunk of strength. You should do the that. The dunk of strength. I'll probably do like uh, one of these one of these years. I'll probably just do like Michael Myers. Can't can't run away from me. I just catch up to you every fucking time. I still say yeah. that you'd make an awesome. Uh, Batman who laughs or Nightmare Batman because you're because of the the height. I think Mr. Bloom, you'd probably be awesome. Or or, or Bane. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Maybe next year. We'll see, guys. We'll see. Night we we'll definitely see Nightmare Dunk. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's a good place to uh, transition over to um our second main event, double main event card this evening. And uh, DC Fandom was, what was it, October the 16th, Saturday. Um, I didn't realize how much they were going to shove down our throats, man. Um, DC and Warner Brothers did a uh, fantastic job pulling the wool over everybody's eyes and not uh, showing us a schedule of panels or anything like that. So they made you sit through all the stuff that, you know, you might not be interested in. Um, which movie, TV, uh, video games, kids stuff is just like a lot of stuff. And it ended a lot earlier this year than it did last year. I don't know if they started it earlier, but that was nice. We got to miss traffic. We got home early on time. Nice. Um, it was yeah, only no, just, four hours. Yeah. It started what? 10 AM. And then ended on, ended our time one and then uh, East Coast time four. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the first, I was surprised that right out the gate, they went and uh, showed us Black Adam. I keep saying Shazam. It's not Shazam. I keep saying Shazam. It's Black Adam. Uh, you, you can call it Shazam. I'm just happy that they didn't go through with this rumor that we always heard that it was going to be called Shazam. <laughs> Uh, That's that was great. that was a travesty. So um, the thing about this was it was like like less than a minute. Was it even thirty seconds? And no, it was it was pretty short, but it did what it needed to do. Uh, I didn't know what the tone of this movie was going to be, but it looks you know. I think myself anyway. I sort of assume that a lot of stuff that The Rock does is going to be family friendly. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what tone to expect from this, but this little glimpse that we got looks a lot darker than than I would have expected. Good point. Um, yeah, because 
the Hercules movie that he made. I remember I was excited about that uh, because, oh, dude, it looks like gritty. It looks like Troy or it looks like, uh, um, you know, it looks like Gladiator, right? Hercules, but like Gladiator, you know? And then I saw it and it was the Scorpion King where it had like hokey music and it had like funny, upbeat, like jokey parts. And it's like, man, they presented this as completely different than what it is. So this seems like that was my worry is, oh, you know, The Rock, like you said, uh, you know, family friendly. It's going to put asses in seats regardless. I mean, it just, this could be a shit movie. So many people are going to go watch it just because of The Rock. Oh, for sure. But this uh, little snippet, I mean, it made a, a very, a very uh, specific statement saying that, like, right off the gate, this guy doesn't fucking ask questions. He, like... Kills first and then ask questions later. I cannot wait. I mean, I've always wanted to see like a comic version of Hawkman and Black Adam. And now they're doing it in one movie. Yeah. And then there's also Cyclone, Adam Smasher, Dr. Fate. Yes, Dr. Fate. So he's kind of like, from what it looks like, he's kind of like the anti-hero... It, it looks like the Justice uh, Justice Society are the good guys, and he's like supposedly the bad guy from what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, like maybe uh, I don't know. This looks like sort of he's being discovered, and you know maybe he was being hunted by this this whatever army team, whatever they are that shows up and gets slaughtered. So, yeah, I I don't know what the hell the. Uh the story of the movie is going to be if, if the information is out there, I just haven't seen it, but yeah, I, I have no idea what the premise is for this one. Now in the comics, he's, yeah, he's kind of like the anti-hero protector of whatever his nation is. He's not really a bad, bad guy, but he, he's not somebody you want to go in and mess with. And that's probably what the premise will be is, you know, he feels threatened by the justice society and he's going to, wreak havoc yeah what do you guys think of uh the rock as uh the character convincing it was a good casting choice for sure i mean looks are you able to the, the part out of the box so yeah are you guys able to uh see black adam and not the rock yeah, for for sure, I can get past it being The Rock because he happens to look exactly like Black Adam. <laughs> That's true. So it 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 couldn't be easier, you know. This isn't like you know, people not getting past Robert Pattinson as Batman. Like, oh, okay, I can understand if you don't if he isn't what you pictured Bruce Wayne to look like, but Dwayne Johnson looks like Black Adam. Definitely didn't see like w- once I see him without the like I'm used to Black Adam with. You know, like without the hood and stuff and, and the mm-hmm. cape. I don't think he normally has a cape sometimes. So w- once I see, uh, you know, all that, then I'll, you know, be yeah. able to, to make a better judgment. You think they'll give him the ears? I doubt it. That's okay, though. Yeah, there's, uh, there's been leaked images of, um, like, behind-the-scenes on-set images. And uh, he doesn't have any hair. I don't. I didn't see the ears. Um, it's just him in that suit. The suit looks pretty sick. Uh, it looks like, a like a weathered battle damaged, uh, Shazam, you know, the, the way it looks in the comics, but a little like opposite, darker, grittier, kind of like textured suit. So that looks cool. 
There's a couple of different suits, isn't there? Uh, I know I saw something like a a bunch of suits hanging, you know, I guess on the set or whatever. Oh yeah, that's the one. Well, I saw that, and then there's another one where he's like actually wearing it. Mm, um, I that. Okay. Should have probably downloaded it and put it up for this, but what are you gonna do? But yeah, no, it looks. Uh, you know, it's only thirty seconds, right? They barely show yeah, anything. Yeah, it's quick. Much, but it looks solid. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to see more. Yeah. Uh, release day. I think it was an interesting choice to have the Black Adam, you know, solo movie first. Yeah. Because it's not a sequel to Shazam, you know, Shazam Two, which we'll get to. It's coming out with its sequel, and then. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the plan is at some point to have like a, a shared movie together. I mean, that would only make sense. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, you know, and that said, I would imagine the next whatever they do next would be together. Yeah, I think what's what's smart is that they can kind of play with. Uh, I mean, he's such a big name and such a draw that they can make him. You know, the if they want, they can make him the villain pretty much in any DC film and you know you can kind of use that as your uh guarantee that people are going to go watch it you know because even like i'll be honest like i like the rock as a person as a personality um i don't think i've like actually loved any of the last movies he's made Hmm. um but i don't even think which awesome the first or the second one both i don't think i've seen either of them really I don't think I've seen Jumanji. No, I haven't seen that. I don't watch this oh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good. You should go watch it. Yeah, I, I'll watch it eventually. But I, I've seen like you know other um, stuff that The Rock's done, like uh, his disaster movies that he always makes. He's made <laughs> yeah. like, fucking like, ten different disaster movies, right? San Andreas and Skyscraper and Volcano, whatever the fuck he's made. Um, he's entertaining, man. Like it's impossible not to be entertained by that guy. He's so charismatic. So he's, it's he just this massive body that's like saving the world, or like in video games, it's insane. Like, like I'm looking at this picture now, and I'm like, that's not a muscle suit. That's him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even by this, the little picture of him, like uh, turning the dude into skull and dust. Uh, I noticed that, like, oh, wow, like, he fills that out way more than, like, anybody else that wears those suits. Like, you know, Zach Levi has so much padding in his. <laughs> I was and, just going to say that because yeah, he, same with he, he showed up on the interview. And yeah, and he was like, man, skinny. that guy was skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, I'm like, they should, they could have, they could have, like, I don't know if there's padding in this suit, but Rock looks too fucking big. It's probably just Spanx. He's probably just wearing Spanx. He doesn't need padding. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't need padding. <laughs> yeah. But but it's funny that we know he has a muscle suit under there because that, that's the craziest thing from when we had Rob Freitas on. He was talking about how like Henry Cavill, as giant and muscular as he is, under his Superman suit, he's wearing a muscle suit because the these costumes that they wear smooth out the definition of the body so much that, you know, guys would look a lot less muscular than they actually are. So it's just funny to think that for as big as The Rock is, he is wearing a muscle suit underneath there. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was after What was after Black Adam? I think it was, what was like, there was like a bunch of TV stuff, right? But wasn't the main thing after that, um, was it The Flash? 
That was pretty early on, yeah. They they talked about the Flash TV show and, and that's still going on. Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight, the eighth season. And... How many seasons did Arrow get? Was it like six? Six, mm. I think. Yeah, and then and then Stephen Amell was like, "I'm gonna go wrestle now." Yeah. Um, <laughs> And is making that wrestling show, and then they just kind of kept Flash going. Um, yeah. yeah, they they showed like uh, at some point they showed some Titan stuff. Um, Last season of Supergirl. Supergirl, you know, I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it. Um, Superman and Lois. Yeah, that I looks I like the first five episodes. It's actually, all right. I don't know yeah. why I stopped watching it, but there's like a thousand things on TV to watch or so streaming much. services. Yeah, but that. Um, I mean, I loved Lois and Clark when I was a kid, and uh, it looks like that, but a little bit like looks a little, little bit darker, not as light and fluffy. Yeah. Um, I still don't know how I feel about him as Superman, though. He's got such a non-Superman look, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. There's also a Gotham Knights at game. Oh, the game! Yeah, That's talk about that. Hella dope. Um, mm. Me personally, I'm like Court of Owls. Finally, um, I'm so in, but it's like. It's just Robin based, right? There's no Batman in the no. game at all because all you saw was scenes of um, anyone in the Bat family going against uh, the court. Yeah. And uh, spoilers, did they say why there's no Batman in the game? Yeah. They did. So they've been releasing like the newspaper clipping that show that too, right? Let me, let me yeah, guess. They Batman's in the dead. <gasps> no. Oh, they show it in the trailer? Yeah. Okay, well, then they're not spoiling anything if you've seen that. Nope. I know there's people that are, like, uh, saying that they're not too um, excited about it, but I, I don't know. It's a video game. It's, it's based on Gotham, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> How many times is Batman going to die? <laughs> You're in 80 years, man. You die a lot. You, die a lot. <laughs> you know what I, I wish they would do is make it where the Court of Owls was the playable character and you go wipe out the, the Bat family. That's too good That's of an what idea. I would love. That's too good of an idea. Well, that's, so you never that's what I am. I'm an idea guy. No. <laughs> I, mean, you I would have to imagine they would, be, they would be stupid to not make that like an unlockable like end of the game uh, feature. You yes, think some DLC alternate uh, levels or yeah, yeah. I mean, they've always done that in the Arkham series where you can do these side missions and your Red Hood or right. Yeah, yeah I just want to be the Court of Owls. I just want to be. Talented. Yeah, that sounds dope. I'm like, I'm pretty excited for it. You know, it's like you have to with all the Batman games that have been released for the last like decade. You really have to like set the bar really high. So it's like you're not going to put like a mediocre game out and hope that it performs. Like this game has to be good compared to what we've had the last couple, well, the last decade or so. So I'm yeah, excited for it. I think as far as gameplay, like um, they just get better every time they put out a different one. Um, because uh, the last one they did was Arkham Knight. I mean, a lot of people complained about the Batmobile. I thought that was pretty cool, but um, um. The gameplay, as far as like fighting and stuff like that, you know, it's like you said, you know, they had a lot of time to develop this one. Everything's been pushed back because of COVID. So I remember hearing about this game, man, like two years ago, at least three, maybe. When when I feel like we were st- uh, speculating that it was Court of Owls before it was confirmed. So, you know, um, 
after the game stuff, uh, there was more TV stuff. There's some comic there news. Another game. Another game? So what was the other game? Squad game. Oh, shit. Killed That's right. Justice League. How does that one look? Uh, yeah. <laughs> not Grumpler approved. I'm, I'm not interested in either one of these games. So I'm listening to you. I missed that one. Damn it. Uh, uh, it's like I, a, I guess, I don't know, the Justice League, uh, for some odd reason, goes evil. So mm-hmm. they call in Suicide Squad to you know deal with them. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, did you see if that gameplay is similar? Is it like kind of Injustice, like a fighting game, or is it like a... Man, I I think I, I don't remember. I'm not sure okay. if it's, like it's four of them. It might be a squad-based type deal. Oh, like, a, like a like a suicide squad. Mm. Shit. Yeah. I, I, that I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> Shit. Is the weasel in it? That's all I care about. No. Probably, probably dies the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Grumps, I heard that you didn't like Javelin as the host of the show. Uh, no, that's not true. He was great. <laughs> you need to see more of that guy. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't. Why is that guy like? How is that guy famous, or how is he an actor? I, where did he come from? Because <laughs> I remember he was doing. He he's one of those like like uh, prank guys or like YouTube guys. I remember seeing videos of him years ago on YouTube, like as like a like his his comedy things would go viral. But I don't know like uh, what else he did, and all of a sudden he's in a Suicide Squad, suicide squad movie. Like what the fuck? But good for him, you know. <laughs> who are, who are we to judge? If that guy's doing what he wants. Uh, after the Suicide Squad game, um, I think the next big thing was probably uh, was it Aquaman? They did a little Aquaman teaser, and then they did a uh, Shazam behind the scenes. Gramps, you want to talk about Shazam? Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> the That's end. it. <laughs> <laughs> next. Oh shit. Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, they're introducing, you know, some more villains, gods gods and goddesses. Uh, who's in the cast as the villains? Lucy uh, Liu. Lucy Liu. Oh, shit. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen Mirren, yeah. Lucy Liu. Oh, shit. Yeah. Virginia Hampton. Angel. Virginia Hampton. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's crazy the, the names that comic movies uh produce now yeah that, 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 that they uh bring in to to do these now i think actors uh realize or someone tells them hey the studio is going to throw a lot of money at you and not just that but because of your respected credibility as an actor like you are going to ground the movie like you're going to be the one that is oh the respected artist and uh it's and yeah. and, and on top of that uh People who have been around, like obviously, both of those two have been doing movies for decades. But like you said, they they don't step into everything. You know, they're not showing up in in another movie every other month. So stepping into a movie like this is going to introduce them to another generation. You you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I hear all these video game releases and all these movies, and I'm like. Man, that just means that's going to be another 200 figures that Todd McFarlane is, is going to make. <laughs> you know, every, 
a lot of broken legs there. At least they're 20 already years. made. Yeah, they were made hey, who, two uh, years ago. Who, uh, who, who who pre-ordered that year two Batman figure? Me, me. Who I, who didn't? Who didn't? Well, and, and who who's who's got canceled? Mine. Me. Oh, you guys. Yeah, you guys. They got canceled already. Man, yeah. Target sucks. But uh, who who reordered? Who reordered five minutes later? Me. Me. Oh shit! <laughs> I tried. After I, I called Grumps. I was like, dude, just reorder. It's available. So as of oh, now, um, still- who, who's who's getting the Jason Fe- McFarlane, Jason Fabric Batman figure? Who's getting it? Yeah, who's getting it? From Jason the- Todd, three Jokers. No, uh, Jason Fabric uh, Batman figure. Yeah. Yeah, but that's from the three. Jo- yeah. Yeah, from the three Jokers. Yeah. Guys, I might get that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cop the wave. And I'll get that other one, too. Yeah. The nope. suit. Oh, shit. A little bit of fig talk. Oh, shit. Nice. I mean, <laughs> crossing <laughs> over. Save the juice. <laughs> Save the juice. <laughs> what, what do you guys think of the three Joker sculpts <clears throat> on those? Uh, I like the Grumpy, grumpy one. <laughs> grumpy I don't, the... Um... <clears throat> The cam the camera on that one Joker is way too big. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, but that, that that's my only gripe. Everything else good. looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they I'm make not. a good Joker figure, except for for that price. You know, m- yeah. most of most of the time, ninety percent of the time, Todd's figures look so much better in person than they do in any pictures I see. It's 100%. weird. Yeah, yeah. His so. promo pic. Oh. Did we lose legends? He oh, he yeah. uh, he bleeds himself out. Legends over you. Legends, you you uh you cut out for a second. What were you saying? His promo picks, they're terrible, McFarlane. <laughs> yeah. You know, for the three jokers, I don't think those look that bad in the mm-hmm. promo picks. But um yeah, so they did also talk they talked about the black and white uh, statue line is going to get um, re rejuvenated, relaunched. So DC Direct is kind of back more so than they were before. Do you um, do you think we'll get that Court of Owls Owl Monster statue then, or the ones oh, that, that were they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't show that one, but they did show Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, that uh, Colty. Shout out to Colty. He he pre ordered that quick. He's like, oh, my change purse, boys. Gotta get that. One. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy too. That they already put him up on pre order too. That day of. Yeah, it looks pretty good. And then all the uh, all the Batman figures. Um, I'm definitely gonna get that Riddler. I don't know about the rest of them. Oh, Riddler. <laughs> yes. You know what I like the most about the Batman movie <coughs> is how much money I'm gonna save by not buying any merch off this movie. <laughs> we'll save the juice because that's, <laughs> that's 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 the marquee topic. Uh, let's let's go to the the next thing on the agenda. Um, let me see if I can add a picture here. But yeah, so they talked about a bunch of stuff like that. What they did a bunch Black of other Mantis. Oh, go they ahead. Revealed, yeah, yeah. They revealed his costume. Holy shit. They did. Aquaman. Um, what was this? What's the title called? Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I believe it's called. That looks pretty cool. It looks just they, they keep saying that it's gonna be like the first one, but bigger. And uh yeah. definitely looked that way. I feel like the villains in these upcoming movies are going to be the new. Um, it's what's going to draw the fans in more, the most. You got Black Adam, you got Black Mantis. Black um, Manta. 
Manta. Sorry, why do I keep saying Manta? <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. Don't let me continue looking like an idiot. <laughs> I was enjoying it. Oh, okay. Shut up, Mr. White Teeth. God dang. <laughs> got a filter on those teeth, man. They're too bright. Damn. Man, oh. Aquaman looked good, though. Like, we lost Louis. Uh, we lost Louis's uh, agent. Uh, we'll get him back. Oh, He'll man. be back. <laughs> Aquaman has a black suit. At one point, they showed. And there he is. Who else? Uh, I know in the chat it was funny because I was watching on YouTube, and in the chat people were like, <laughs> they were calling for Amber Heard's head or whatever. Dude, <laughs> I was. So I, I guess I I just hadn't been paying attention, but that was a surprise to me to see her come back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, I think can, they showed a glimpse of her once, and that was yeah. it. So. So she legal bills to pay for. She has a, yeah. a British accent in Justice League and an American accent in uh, the Aquaman movie, and no yeah. one and no one no one ever addressed that. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah. So I'm wondering what they're going to do now. Anyways, well, we you know, uh, domestic violence is never fun. There's always two sides of the story. So, uh, anyways. Uh, so Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, um, Shazam. I liked they they did. I really, I mean, those behind the scenes roles looked awesome. You know, they filmed them in like super HD, and um, they looked really cool. And so I just, you know, the behind the scenes stuff is cool. So that was cool. I like how they did that. They didn't have a lot. They didn't have full trailers, but it showed you a little behind the scenes, which is enough that they get you excited. Well, and. I was talking with uh, a friend of mine and he made a really good point, you know, with these movies, especially like the Shazam movie, you know, was the Shazam movie a blockbuster hit? No, but it was profitable. But the movies that they really need to be ultra profitable, like Batman V Superman or justice league, it goes to show that, you know, they expect those movies to make so much more money to basically fund continuing yeah. making more in this line. <laughs> so, you know, when they expect Justice League to hit a billion dollars in the U.S. and it falls short, that's why they consider it a disappointment, even though it still made a lot of money. Right, yeah. The people who didn't get the in- the return investment they were <coughs> hoping, um, they, they don't want to put more money into the next project. Um, there was also the Peacemaker HBO Max uh, series that they did a little panel with James Gunn and the actors on on that one. They showed a trailer for that as well. Eight episodes on HBO Max, um, and it looked exactly like The Suicide Squad, just without everybody else and it just John Cena in it. Uh, so if you like that movie, which a lot of people did, um, it got a lot of good reviews. You know, you, you're probably going to like this show. Um, and they talked. They talked about it a bit in, with that little panel, talking about how they gave him pretty much like complete freedom to make it. You know, HBO, so it's like hard R. You can kind of go with them on those uh, shows, and that's definitely something James Gunn had fun with on the Suicide Squad. So I think that they were explaining that they allowed him to do that in this one. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other shows. Grumps was so pumped about Titans. Uh, from- <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Season four. Did- did they? Uh, I don't remember seeing like any Margot Robbie in this at all. Like I, I don't remember seeing her doing anything or saying anything. I didn't see her at all. I didn't even see. I know they did a little like Wonder Woman 80th 
anniversary panel with Patty Jenkins and uh, what was her name? Linda Carter. Carter, And they talked about the history of the character and like the impact, but they didn't really show there's no, there's no plants. Oh, well, I think actually Linda Carter fucked up. Um, And she said that something about Wonder Woman three. So they're Mm. pretty much confirming that there's going to be a third Wonder Woman movie. Thank thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, that was the, that was some of the other stuff, and then I think a lot of people were anticipating the two things that we'll probably end with. Um, the first one being uh, we got uh, the tease of the Batman, or no, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the Flash, and um, yeah, it's a just a tiny little teaser. Of- yeah, so the 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 first twist here came from the fact that it was introduced by Ezra Miller saying that they were still making the movie and didn't have a trailer. And then they played the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Ezra Miller from the past coming to the future <laughs> and ha- not having the correct information. That's what it is. And yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff in this trailer and a lot to speculate about and we'll likely be wrong about most of it, but yeah, it's still fun to look at uh, what's going on there. A voiceover from Michael Keaton. Uh, you know, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne asking Barry why something about why he wants to to save that that timeline when he can when he can travel anywhere. I'm really surprised at how many people didn't know that was Michael Keaton. Yeah, I guess if you don't, you know, it, it's maybe easy in a Flash movie to assume that a voiceover is just Barry's dad or something, but. Yeah, Michael Keaton does have a a pretty a pretty recognizable voice. Yeah. Uh, so the, the shots we're looking at here though, um an interesting thing so as they're getting out of the cab in front of Wayne Manor. So we saw two berries. What appears to be two berries in the trailer, you know, that one shot from from in the cave with Barry, Barry and Supergirl. But when they're getting out of the cab, what's interesting is that the one berry is all in yellow, like he's wearing a yellow hoodie which could maybe suggest reverse flash. Oh yeah. And it's also interesting that they're as they're getting out of the car, they're getting out on opposite sides. So they're divided, you know, they're on, on opposing sides of, of the screen. And someone pointed out the number on the top of the cab. Uh, so on the sign on the roof of the cab is the number one, six, three, which is the issue of Flash that Barry and Reverse Flash met for the first time. Oh, fuck. So that could be, you know, like uh, this could be symbolic with them being on opposing sides of this car as they exit it. Yellow cab, yellow suit. Yeah. I- issue number. I, I, There is no way that's a fucking coincidence. And then that, that shot of them in, uh, in the Batcave. Uh, that the other Barry, you know, with the slightly longer hair, he's the one that's wearing the bat suit with the Flash logo spray painted on. Right. And yeah. we see that that shot of him later on in the trailer shows him spray painting the Flash logo onto the boots and, and all that. Yeah. Um, they show off the new suit. And it is much different than the Snyder Cut suit, I want to say. Yeah. So if you didn't like the Snyder Cut suit, you hated that one. Um, this one's still not like a traditional flash suit. I don't think I don't see any yellow boots, and he's got like that kind of uh, 
um, you know, it used to be blue emanating off of it. Now it's that yellow spark emanating off of it. There's a nice little, I guess you could see more textured on this, on this uh, image right here. This is the image where he first steps out in front of his home. But uh, you can, the, the new 52 suit a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That, that's what it does look like. That's probably exactly where they got this inspiration. Cause now that you mentioned it, that's exactly what the new 52 looks like with the little kind of accents of yellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, it also doesn't look homemade, you know, like they did in the first time. And yeah, you know, it has abs. Wow. Like a 3D uh, <laughs> 3D saying, I know you hated the uh, the Snyder Cut suit. What do you think on this one? This is cool. It's better. A little more comic book looking, which mm-hmm. I yeah. like. So. Yeah, it's uh, much different. So you're definitely going to have an opinion one way or the other, I feel like. Um, he's presenting his new suit. Before yeah. battle or something, he's never done battle, but now he's doing battle. Well, Josh, the Whedon version didn't do battle. Yeah, he he just ran and pushed people or something. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I like the I like the Snyder cut suit because I kind of like the the look that he's you know putting it together, kind of like uh, Anakin Skywalker with shitty C three PO, the naked one. Um, but like you said, I think this is gonna. I think comic book fans are going to enjoy this one a bit more. Well, and then when, if, um, when does this movie come out? Uh, twenty twenty two, right? Next year. Like, next year, like early next year, or I think before. it comes out before the Batman. Batman's in March, March what fourth? So it's gonna be yeah, March. 4th. Oh no, no, no! So then after the Batman, because yeah. this is still shooting. Oh, okay. And then uh, it kind of ends with a little ominous. No, no, no! Look at Keaton in the suit, but. Little shots of the suit. There's also a shot where um, he's explaining that, like, he changed the changed the future, changed the past, and then as he's saying that, you see a, a bat suit laying on the ground with a cowl and blood around it. I thought that was a bat fleck cowl, but people on the internet's are saying that it's a Keaton cowl because in the back you can see the Keaton emblem and the Keaton return suit. Is that from events that take place during this movie, or are we going to see? You know, like maybe there was they'll show us pieces of some event that led to uh, Bruce hanging it up or something, you know, like he, he got to that point where he was too old and yeah, maybe took, somebody took, took a beating or something. And, maybe somebody died. Maybe he yeah. killed somebody. Cause you know, Keaton fucking kills. So yeah. maybe he killed one too many people. Maybe somebody um, killed. I don't know, man. I don't know. Who knows if they give him a, a Robin who knows, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, all that speculation. I'm very, very interested about. Very excited. How, what's your excitement level on the Flash overall? Uh, just because of the amount of possibilities, I'm super interested in seeing this one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we that... don't know. Like you know, with we we know that there's Keaton Batman. We know there's Affleck Batman, and the look of the cave has some people talking about maybe we'll see another Batman that we just don't know is coming. Mm. But I don't, I don't know about that one. You know, that, that might be, be uh, might be uh, crazy to hope, but make sure you can piss in that suit. <laughs> um, all right. And now we get to the main event, the, uh, the main event, the main course. And that is the trailer for the Batman. And uh, we'll just kind of go through that as the trailer plays out, some of the highlights. But 
Uh, you get a good look at Paul Dano as the Riddler. Uh, what's interesting about the trailer that this suggests that at some point in the movie, not not necessarily at the beginning or maybe, but at some point that's not near the end, they capture him and he's basically playing with Batman's mind behind bars and uh, almost like orchestrating all his shit. Half the movie's probably, you know, in a jail cell, but um, nice little nod in the coffee shop with his uh, question, this, the latte art, latte foam art. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very 2000, uh, 2020s, I would say, with the latte foam art. You get a good shot of the new Bad Signal, which uh, is probably the shittiest Bad Signal that they've ever made. Um, it, just a bunch of, I mean, it looks like his emblem, right? Um, and then uh, you, Gordon's looking at it, and then uh, we got some good shots of him as Batman. Uh, some very good shots looking like what he looks like in the suit. Um, you kind of get a, a glimpse of how he fights, and he was, uh, you know, beating the shit out of dudes. And then he's, you can kind of see that he's got tech when he's uh, choking the dude, and he's like got that. Um, it's almost like a like a cattle prod in his fucking gloves, right? Yeah, that was really cool. What I noticed on the second time watching it is that um, so while he's doing this, they're fucking they're shooting like a high pitched high pitched noise in your ears while he's doing it. So maybe it's fucking with this guy's ears too. Like mm. It's it's not just like a mm. um, it's not just a you know a taser, but it's probably like an EMP in your fucking ear, which would kill you. Mm. Um, a lot of a big talk of the trailer was. Uh, him talking through the glass to the Riddler, who's uh, uh, in jail. So this is the rate where is she moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so similar, like you know, it feels like it's hard. It's hard to do a Batman movie and not feel that there's little nods to previous yeah. Batman movies. Because there's like money shots. Like you want the cowl shot, you want the close up on the eyes, close up on the lips, and uh, every Batman movie has had that because you want to show that shot. So oh, just gotta kind of look. And then there was a lot of cool shots of uh, Catwoman and Batman on the roof. Tom King posted it because it looks just like one of Clay Mann's uh, shots. Yeah. Pro- the lighting, too. The silhouette and the lighting. And and her look is so good, you know, with the with the short hair. Like, we see her with long hair at other, at other scenes. So may- maybe that's, you know, she's in wigs or something or it's a different time. But this, you know, really short-haired Selena is just, looks so much from the comics. Yeah. Yeah, they really, they're really doing a good. I mean, she's just in, insanely good looking. Like that's just an, an insanely good looking person. So, and and those shots of the two of them together, they they match perfectly together. Like you guys were saying, the villains are really kind of making the the movies now, and we got a lot more of a better look at Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Uh, he looks like a Tony Soprano more than he looks like a Penguin. <laughs> Tony Soprano with a fucked up face. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have read like the backstory or like any of the, but basically this is a penguin who's still like moving up in the ranks in like the underground crime world, um, which makes me think that they're not giving him the traditional penguin origin of he's just fucking rich from birth. Right. Yeah. So this looks like it's a penguin that kind of clawed his way up. So, uh, I mean, it's a different take. Sure. Why not? It, it'll be cool to see uh, what his part is. And if, 
it's also interesting to to not see him as you know a uh, a round shaped you know extremely short sort of a joke uh-huh. but you know he's just you know this obviously you know out of shape uh seemingly older uh crime boss so that that part's cool yeah that make him sort of uh more easily taken seriously yeah yeah and uh it seems like you know who knows what the scars are from but uh, at least in this movie it seems like he's gonna be getting his hands dirty which i'm sure later on when he is the penguin that you know most people know the comics he doesn't get his hands dirty. He has people to do that for him. But this one is uh, the version that has not climbed the ranks yet. So, and and the one part where we do see him come face to face with Batman after Batman has just been trashing all of his guys, Penguin doesn't seem uh, intimidated by him. No, you know he, he. I think he says like, you know, he take it easy, yeah, take, yeah, yeah, whatever the line was. Yeah, he he wasn't uh, wasn't terrified or anything. Uh, we got a better look at Andy Sarkis as uh, he's taking a break from directing Venom and playing Alfred. Um, what do you guys think of him as Alfred? Well, the first thing you notice is that he's got you know an injury above his eye, so something happens to Alfred in this movie. Good Hopefully catch. He doesn't get killed again. Tired of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Yeah, actually, now you think of it, uh, how many different comic uh, lines have done that? Because it's in the continuity now. I saw somebody post was like a, a collage of all the different on-screen Alfreds, including the sixty-six. It's hard to argue that he might be the only character that I don't think anyone can really complain about that hasn't been cast almost perfect in every rendition. Yeah, everyone's had a a very strong actor playing him. And uh he really looks in this version like the Earth One. Yeah. Uh, Alfred, you know, with the goatee and he's obviously a more of a hard ass than, you know, like the eighty nine or something was. Some more picks. So just for those of you who are not watching this on YouTube and listening, we're going through a little Rolodex of uh screenshots of the trailer. Um what do you guys think of the suit, the bat suit? I think it's trash. <laughs> it's a, it's uh. I need to put it out on Wednesday night so that way it gets taken away on Thursday morning. It's um one hundred percent. Yeah. It's it, it's 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 a lot. It's very Arkham Origins esque, and he and he has talon gauntlets. By the way, if you look, he has talon gauntlets. So um. I like the suit. I don't know about the cow. I think there's too much face showing in the cow, but I like the suit itself. He has um something tactical on his thigh, especially in that last shot. I'm kind of curious. I don't know if it's the 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 grapnel gun or what it is, but that's really tactical too. Um, the suit is. I like the suit, but uh, the cow. I think it just shows like the 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 cheekbone area too much. It goes yeah. back too much. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's definitely form fitting. Wide, flat nose, and I don't know. I just I, the cow is my least favorite part about this whole suit, but it, it's you know polarizing people. Some people love it, some people don't like yeah. it. Um, you know, it's. I think um the the more we see it, it's like you kind of get just get used to it, 
and it's like, okay, this is the Batman suit for now, <clears throat> you know, and just like just deal with it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm refusing to get used to it. Um, I hear you, Gramps. I'm I, I'm in agreement. I don't like the suit, and the cow is the least favorite of mine of the entire suit. He's a huge uh, head. He does have a big fucking head, doesn't he? This guy that forehead is. Massive. Does he have a big head or just a really small body? Because that's the thing. Is like, you know, I think he has a big fucking head. Now that you mention it. <laughs> all that hair, I, I didn't really think about it. And um, <laughs> this guy's got a monster fucking head. Holy shit! <laughs> Never noticed yeah, it. Holy fuck! That's what Bella said. <laughs> Uh, now okay. I have a theory about this movie because they're they're feeding us so much, showing Riddler and Riddler and Riddler and these. I don't think Riddler's the the ultimate big bad antagonist in this movie. I think he's kind of like the red herring that there's going to be a twist. You know, some, all this. Some they're, they're not showing us at all, and I don't want them to. Someone alludes to it. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't wouldn't it be crazy if it was like hush. I mean, a couple of people thought that would be a cool boomerang. I don't know. That, that's the I only would, one I would believe. I would be mad because Hush needs his own movie because that character is so involved and yeah. has such a history with Batman that right. that would really be. I mean, unless they unless they like leave it to a little uh, cliffhanger at the end, but um. Uh, yeah, in, in the first trailer, they allude to the fact that uh, Riddler is trying to get Batman to understand that there's something sinister and that he is completely involved with everything that he's trying to fight against. You're you're a part of this. You know, he says that at the end of the first trailer. And uh, I think that, Gramps, you're, you're pretty much right on the money. There's a much bigger conspiracy to this movie that Batman is going to slowly uncover. And we'll go through the pictures because it kind of shows that in this trailer a little bit more. Um, I love this fucking shot. We're looking at the shot of uh, when he's in some sort of like nightclub and he's um, he's going up against the penguin and the penguin says, "Oh, take it easy, sweetheart." Yeah. Um, I fucking love that. Like he, he walked in on some John shit. Wick shit and started beating yeah. the shit out of everyone. And he's and he's still giving it back to him. Like with a, like he's still giving it back to Batman, which is nice. And then uh, apparently this is a famous nightclub, I guess in L.A. or Vegas. Mm. Uh, that all red club where I got dark night, dark night vibes where he uh, goes up against Falcone. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the, the the muted color palette of the, the trailer, and then you look at shots from the animated series, they are using the same palette, orange, red, black. It's, it's, it's pretty cool actually. Like there's so little color in, in this film. It, and someone said, it has heavy seven vibes, so I'm all seven's one of my favorite movies. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely all in on that. So. And it's interesting, like some of the posters that we got, especially the recent ones, uh, sort of feel like um, Long Halloween and uh, Dark Victory covers. Mm. And with what we have seen from this, like, I think it's established that some of the people that whoever the killer is, whether it's, you know, actually Riddler doing it or there's someone else involved, uh, it looks like it's people like the DA uh, gets killed. I think that's who we saw in the first trailer with, uh, with the bomb strapped to him uh, was supposed, was supposed to have been the actor who's playing the DA. 
and I believe the police commissioner uh, dies in this one. You know, it's it's not Jim Gordon is not the commissioner, and uh, I believe the the commissioner dies as well. So someone who's killing the sort of political figures of the city uh, does sort of link up to Dark Victory. This ain't yeah, Marvel yeah. shit, bro. <laughs> shit is crazy. Yeah, this has it's a definite vibe. You know, they they they're trying to go for their own vibe, which is great because this shit's dark um, as hell. You don't take kids to see this shit. This shit's dark. Is this going to be rated R? Probably not. Probably not. I, I doubt it. I bet. Yeah, I think gonna yeah. take, gonna they're going to get They want. They want to be though. They yeah, want. it's going to get a PG thirteen. I'm sure. Yeah, they want your kids to come with you, so they're not going to give it an R. I don't think. Right. But this doesn't. Um, this doesn't feel like um. You, you take your kids to see like the eighty nine movie, you know. Or Batman, but this is even eighty nine. I shouldn't have watched that when I was the age I was. I was. I think. I think the the Flash movie is the one that they want you to take your kids to. This is the one kind of on the level of Joker. Yeah, which it's it's the way it's the direction they should go with Batman. I think Batman at this point is just way more lucrative when he appeals to a more mature audience than kids. You know, Batman is. Is different at this point in time. A lot of talk about the uh, part of the um, trailer where those uh, <laughs> automatic uh, gunfires catching him in that dark uh, yeah. hallway, and he just keeps coming like it's done, not doing shit to him. Like, uh, there's that cool strobe effect. I was watching uh, like uh, trailer reactions on YouTube to this, and everyone lost their shit at this in this particular part. <laughs> they just yeah. lost their shit. It was, it was pretty cool. It's I mean, fucking they, ridiculous. They get more views if they have that type of reaction. Nobody's gonna watch their video if it's just a. Well, bah humbug to you, bro. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> this movie is going to be trash, and we all know it. Oh my god, dude! You're you're such a uh, you're such a, a wet blanket. Yeah, they're down Yo, Matt Reeves is. I'm down. Oh. I'm down for that Batmobile though. The, I didn't. I didn't like the Batmobile at first. After seeing it like this, it looks fucking dope. <clears throat> Muscle car status. They, they did a really good job of showcasing the the car in this in this trailer. Much more than the first one, I'd say. Yeah, I, I love this one right from the start because I I was pretty tired of the Batmobiles that were tanks in the movies. You know, they, we were just getting farther away. You know, to the point. So the, the Affleck one started to be a little bit more car shaped, but it was still really kind of tanky. Yeah. And we had gotten to the point where that was just accepted now. And I, the first shot that we saw of this car, I saw people complaining about it because it wasn't a tank. And that made me realize how accepted the tank version of the Batmobile was. Now it was what, you know, a lot of casual uh, viewers thought the Batmobile was. Yeah, a military a military vehicle. Yeah. And so I, you guys... I, was, I was really happy to see it be like a, uh, a just really powered up muscle car. It's definitely something that is very obviously nodding to the comics where uh, Batman originally only had a car and it wasn't even a Batmobile for several, um, you know, for several years. And this is, I think he's, yeah, that's what, the, all he needs is he just needs something to get him from point A to point B in one piece. And as he progresses as being Batman, he realizes, hey, I could fucking use this thing as a gadget. So let me, like, make it do more things. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I don't know if the two will tie in together, but some of uh, like how this Batman is using just a, 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 a real world vehicle that he just, you know, really amped up to, to suit his needs ties into the comic that is being written by the screenwriter from this movie, mm. uh, Mattson Tomlin. He's doing uh, that Batman miniseries on Black Label right now with Andrea Sorrentino. And what makes me think it could be lining up to the movie movie universe is that Sorrentino really draws the Bruce Wayne in that movie to look like Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are shots that almost look like he specifically drew him. Is this and, Batman imposter? Yeah, the imposter. Okay. And uh, he he does some some other things through through that book. Um, hopefully, I'm not spoiling much. Uh, I've read the first two issues, but we'll just say spoilers. Only, only issue one is out so far, so there there may be a spoiler here. But I think it's established pretty early on that the Bruce Wayne in this world has done some cool things uh, story wise. Like he has posed as a construction worker on construction sites like you know where they're working on you know doing additions or repairs on on buildings and things like that so he's posed as a new worker on this construction site so no one questioned him because there was a a, there was a lot of work being done there was a whole crew out there doing work so he just showed up there like he was a, a new guy on the job and like he was doing something that was supposed to be done, but what he was actually doing was installing uh, hooks to make zip lines between buildings, so that later on, you know, when when he's out at night as Batman, he can use these zip lines to to traverse the city. That's genius. And he had also done a thing where he has planted these really. Uh, powerful motorcycles that he's you know customized he has planted them in places throughout the city but they've been hidden but uh you know the gcpd has been uncovering these bikes throughout the city that were clearly not abandoned but placed there because you know they they had full gas tanks uh all of the serial numbers were were filed off of everything so this is something else that he was planting through the city to be able to get around, you know, sort of like in the comics, we, we know Batman has safe houses set up where, where he can stop when he needs to. So it's cool real world things, you know, that would allow someone to more believably do Batman things in a real world, you know, having set up the groundwork for having the ability to, to get places. Yeah. I, uh, that's cool. I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, something that, uh, I mean, it brings up Grant Morrison because um, in an interview, Grant Morrison talked about um, his Batman. Like, he didn't give a fuck about that stuff. Funny enough, I like that stuff. And I think a lot of people, I I like behind the scenes. So behind the scenes trailers, behind the scenes photos. It's interesting to me to see things being made. So how does Batman make his, uh, you know, how does he make his um, little uh, drop points? And how does he make his... uh, Mini bat, mini bat caves throughout the city, which are alluded in, in a lot of the comics. But something that made me fucking always laugh is that peeps, they kept asking, or you know, uh, Grant Morrison <laughs> hates that. He's like, I don't like, I, I don't like the things where they focus on the little pots. Like, well, who puts the air in Batman's tires? And then I'm like, there's no fucking air in the tires. It's a comic. 
<laughs> I thought I always love that. Like, it's like, which is a good re- reason to like, why the fuck? Like, I'm not gonna think about that shit. Like, I'm gonna. This, this is a story. Why are you complaining about the tires? But I thought that was fucking hilarious. Like, why? Who puts the air in Batman's tires? Yeah. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that that reminds me of another detail that we've seen in the movies that they don't touch on in the comics, and they sort of have always glossed over it in the movies. Like we've seen. We've seen Affleck do it. We've seen Keaton do it where, you know, they get back to the cave. They pull yes. off the cowl. And w- when they had the cowl on, there was obviously black around the eyes. You know, the guy liner is there. But they pull off the cowl with, I think it was maybe with, with Keaton. They did like yeah. a pretty, like an almost seamless shot where yeah. he goes from the cowl <laughs> onto, he rips it off. And, you know, they did like a cut in the middle there. So he, when he rips the cowl off there there's no guy liner around the eyes like oh where did it go but in this one they they just lay right into that you know we see him yes. in the cave and he has the cowl off and he still has the black all around the eyes yeah yeah uh did you guys i didn't pick up on this did you guys notice this little scene where he's uh flying squirrel in it up on top of the building i remember seeing uh shots like uh behind the scenes shots of this going around online a while ago where they had uh, the you know, I, it's probably the the stunt guy in the suit standing on the edge of the building there to to get the establishing shots of this. And uh, if I remember right, I think they were doing like that you know that kind of movie magic thing that happens a lot that we aren't even aware of sometimes where they shoot the scenes in daylight, but then you know they they filter it later on and make it nighttime. But if I remember right, I think the shots that I that that are online of this scene are, I think it was, you know, right in the middle of the day. Mm. Yeah. And then right after this little part, he's zipping through buildings, you know, doing his whole, I I completely missed that the first couple of times. Mm. Um, You you know what is fucking insane? Oh, and it just hit me now that clock tower. I'm not sure if that's London or if it, or if that's made or what, but that clock tower looks exactly like, the clock tower that's in um, the Haunted Night series and the Long Halloween when they pass it with the airplane and when they pass it with the penguin jetpack um, oh. looks exactly like it. So I, I don't know if, if they did that on purpose. They did say this is heavily influenced by the Long Halloween, so maybe. But um, yeah, that just hit me now. That's year cool. one. They, as they well. filmed a lot of this in Europe, Glasgow. Because, yeah, mm. to get a lot of that older yeah, architecture. That was such a smart move because it makes it feel different. Like. Um, I love that it does not, even though people say that it looks like the dark Knight, it doesn't look like the dark Knight because it looks so much older with the architecture that they, that they used. Yeah. Um, See, Batman begins is when he built like the narrows and it was more of comic book gritty city. And then the, the dark Knight and dark Knight rises, they filmed it in all the major cities and it didn't look that common. It looked too much grounded in modern reality so Not too real because it, it makes you oh that's chicago oh that's new york yeah oh that's la yeah pretty much. uh yeah i like i like that about this trailer or this movie is that like i you know uh we are fat americans that don't travel much so these european cities look foreign to us which is nice so you don't know where it is um i i, I also think too like his environment sets the tone for the type of how he's evolving to like the fact that he has very limited technology. Um, I feel like the trailers are giving away so much that we're going to get hit with so many more surprises that he's going to evolve. You know, I don't, he's not keeping that suit throughout the movie. It's just, too rigid. 
Bob, hope not. I, I hope yeah, not. Yeah. Forever, the fucking shoot be beautiful. Yeah, no, um, yeah. I, you know, I'm even convinced that the Batmobile will change too. Like he'll he'll eventually it'll build up to him getting more advancements. Oh shit! Uh, what um what do you, what do you guys think of um Selena Kyle? Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean she looks like Selena Kyle. Yeah, she looks great. There's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, she, yeah. A little too skinny for the vault crumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't really great. show much of her. You know. yeah. <laughs> the first one showed her kind of like uh, being the cat burglar. Yeah. This one, she's just kind of walking around, standing around. I like that wig she was wearing in the, in the club or whatever with the gun. Was cool. Oh, yeah, she looked great in that. Yeah. I think uh, Paul Dano is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I yeah. love... I, I was telling you guys earlier, I love the stupid gimp Zodiac look they have for him with his fucking glasses outside of his. What a fucking, what a fucking incel fuck this guy is in this movie. Yeah. And I love that. This I guy's love very, that. very unnerving Riddler. I think the Riddler should be unnerving at this point. I think the, um, the trophy missions that they had in um, the Arkham. games um, really set Riddler up for a good evolution because he really needed to be modernized, you know. Right. He was, he was a little too dated, so um, that I think that really set it up for him here, where he's gonna be like this fucking this like crazy serial killer bondage looking motherfucker. So, yeah, he's got uh, even his uh, even his uh, emblem that he wears on the jacket. I mean, it's a direct nod to the Zodiac, and his the hood that he wears uh, is a is a nod to the Zodiac. The, the way people described when he was wearing a hood, you know, in uh, Northern yeah. California. Yeah. And uh, also, this is a reminiscent of the the Heath Ledger scene in Dark Knight 2, where, where he was, uh, I think it was a live stream or maybe just a video he had put out, but, you know, it was the same thing, like cell phone footage of he was going to uh, keep killing people until, until Batman uh, outed himself. Yeah, what's funny that you mentioned that is now that I think back, and it doesn't seem that long ago because it wasn't. But as far as technology goes, I don't think live streams had been invented yet. Yeah, probably. That's not. crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Um, okay, and then uh, what's this? Yeah, the story? the the just the the feel of the villain in this. You know that it's the villain is uh, you know whoever the killer is is just talked about as a serial killer, and we're just seeing these you know yeah like you said like zodiac killer shots and it uh we always wanted a batman movie that was like seven with batman in it mm-hmm. and this is really uh feeling pretty close to that they're not we're never going to go back to a point where they um batman and robin again or batman and um batman forever again you know what i mean like they're never going to kitty it down anymore they just they're gonna they're staying with this direction this that'll be for the cw shows there's uh there's an image in the trailer that looks crazy as fuck so like there's an image where he's like walking into is it like like water with like flames under it or no somebody said he's guiding citizens somewhere what the fuck yeah. Oh, like out of out of out somewhere. Of somewhere, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it might might be a blackout or a tunnel. Or, uh, you know, I also okay. got I got whisper gang vibes from this trailer as well. 
Um, uh-huh. I don't know. It should, I mean, it could go in so many different directions, but uh, yeah, oh, that's a cool um, shot. So a little more. Uh, so there's also some little clues left by Riddler. See you in hell. Okay. Scribbled on something that uh, looks like a uh, a crime scene guy's holding. And then I know we've spoken about um, we've spoken about an explosion where he you know fucks Batman up and throws him back. And people have said they think that his suit's going to get destroyed because of it. But, you know, there was a post on Reddit early in the production of the movie from an anonymous guy who claimed to be working on a set building for the movie. And he put out this, uh, this information that the suit that we had seen in the pictures and everything was just the first suit that Batman had created, but he had been at the same time, uh, working on a more advanced one. Mm. And the guy's post again, you know, nobody knew who this guy was. He could have been full of shit and you still could be. But he did go on to say that, and this was before we had seen a trailer. This is before that first trailer from last year's fandom. He explained that sometime early in the movie, Batman was going to be hit in an explosion and it was going to uh, damage the suit pretty heavily and cause him to move on to the second suit. And there we, there we see the shot that we eventually saw in the first trailer that came out was Batman getting blown up. So it does line up, and yeah, it's possible that we do see another suit, and they're just really saving it. And then there's a scene in the trailer <laughs> where Alfred says, uh, my God, or something along those lines. Oh, my God. So what do you think? I mean, he's looking at a screen, and he's saying to himself, there's a woman behind him, so I think either she's been killed or um, something's going on. I know what that is. It's um, when the Donda album finally dropped is when he... Uh, <laughs> I think that maybe uh, Batman's cell phone got leaked and there's a picture of him like spreading his butt cheeks and Riddler posts that like to every link satellite, you know, and God's probably what happened there in that picture. What do you guys think of, uh, did we already talk about? Yeah, we already talked about Alfred. And then the last shot, everyone talked about the last shot where um, he he's chasing down Penguin. Penguin thinks he gets away from him by blowing him up and then out of the the explosion, you see the Batmobile cr- crashing down. Uh, somehow it doesn't break any axles, so got to give it to Alfred for his mechanic skills there. And then uh, they give you the point of view of the Penguin looking out and seeing that shot of Batman walking out of the flames upside down. Yeah, that that's a very cool shot. Yeah. it's. Uh, I like the, the, the perspective from the Penguin, that up to, upside down. And and that's and this is a shot that you know it, it cuts to that angle showing showing just his his feet basically as he's walking towards the car, and that's a shot that they never would have given us in the '89 one because it would have been a shot <laughs> of the Bat Nikes <laughs> walking towards the car. But uh, yeah, with with the way things uh, with the way he's outfitted now, uh, that that uh, that shot works. They, uh, you know, later in the trailer or like just right after this, they show like the right side up version of this image. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it looks so much like uh, Last Night on Earth, the first cover yes. that Capullo did where he's walking with his cape flapping and it's yeah. kind of damaged. And it's just, it's just a silhouette of him. And it's almost the exact same cape uh, flapping out. And it's got to be such a treat, you know, for filmmakers to have such so much reference material 
to sneak in. Like, oh, I, I'm, I'm just going to recreate the shot because it's so many epic pieces and covers that, like, it just looks great. So, obviously, if you put it in live action, it's going to look great. Yeah, and there was the uh, the one scene with... So... Yeah. What do, uh, what, what do you guys think of the theme? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's... I like it. It's pretty hard. Like it's like punch you in your face yeah. kind of shit. I think, I think it's going to be a good movie. I think it's going to be a good movie overall. I think it's going to take some convincing to turn certain people over nah, uh, for I, Robert Pattinson. But I think overall, I mean, Matt Reeves can't make a bad movie. I, I, I think it's, uh, if, if he does the trilogy, which, you know, he's set to because that's how these things work. I think it'll be the best trilogy ever made so far to date. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I feel it like with this one. And the thing about Robert Van Pattinson is not everyone's on board with him. But you got to remember what Jack Nicholson said back when they were doing the 89 Batman movie and what he said to Keaton. He goes, look, you're not really, when you play these characters, you're not really acting. The, the costume does the acting, you know? Um, Cause, people that really think he's the fucking vampire. I yeah, there's people in the podcast that think he's the fucking. Because he's, he's a, <laughs> you know, the truth is he's a weird emo looking motherfucker. Yeah, you got to get past that, man. Holy uh, okay, <laughs> and he, yeah, I don't know. It, it's gonna take a lot to convince me, but I, I'll be <laughs> open minded. But do I see him as Bruce Wayne? Where, you know, Bruce Wayne's supposed to be like this yeah. grandson of. Gotham that every woman wants to fall in love with. And looking at him, I was like, no, he looks like somebody that'd go hang out with Jared Leto. You know. Gramps still with the Jared Leto. <laughs> Can't ever let it go. He's, you know he's an emo looking ass young Bruce Wayne. He, yeah, he, he's he, is. Yeah. he really is. So, but like but I'm saying the the this, the costume does the acting, so I'm gonna Yeah, I, I agree that with that. Like the costume does do the acting a lot of times. Um, I, I, I'm realizing it's not even Robert Pattinson that I have an issue with the costumes garbage. So it's so, costume- wait, hold on. what I want to know is why, what, what are the things that make you guys not like the bat suit? The, the pants, the cow, the cow, and the, pants. Like the, the gauntlets with yep. the you know, star like Wars. I don't know if you noticed, he doesn't have gauntlets that come out of here. Gramps. It's just, it's just extra material that he like, like yeah. when you velcro over your wrist, it's just the material that hangs off. So those three gauntlets, it's just it's just a <clears throat> material with like a leather strap at the end. And I hate the logo. Yeah, isn't that the two pieces of the pistol? That I is think like it's still a rumor. Everything uh, that Batman would 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 have to represent him. I think you know. And of course, if you want to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Uh, if you want to play devil's advocate, you could say, well, that's the point. You know, he's not a bad man yet. And that's the point. Because <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess, you know, to your point, Gramps, about you see him and you don't think he's Bruce Wayne, you know, to play the devil's advocate. I think what they're trying to show is that he doesn't know how to play the mask of Bruce Wayne yet because he hasn't separated Bruce Wayne from Batman. So you're he's, assuming uh, you're assuming <laughs> I'm not telling you, just playing the devil's advocate. Well, so, I, th- I think that this movie You're probably will, will see what we'll see Bruce Wayne because he says you know there's that scene where he's got the eye black on and he looks over at Alfred and he goes I don't care what happens to me remember that that part in the trailer mm. um, yeah. I don't care Daddy 
Yeah, go listen you know, to My Chemical Romance. Blah blah blah. You ever see? You've seen um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where like they do the the, the sequences where it, shoot, it goes back and forth, and there's that one scene of that like that guy who's supposed to be king, but he's like a twelve year old boy, and he's got like a bull haircut, and he goes, and then he goes, "Sir, your father has died. Now you will be king." But I don't want to be king. He goes, sir, but you're going to have all the land. But I don't want the land. Like, <laughs> no, it's like in the, the the prince in Braveheart. Remember? Uh, you guys remember that? Oh. And, 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 and the the king walks in on his lover, and he throws the lover outside of, out, of, out of the window and shit. That's, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Teaser thought of it. I don't know what Dunk thought of it. <clears throat> crickets, crickets. Uh oh. I'm I'm cold. Now I'm 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 open to it. Um I didn't really mind the suit because it's a it's a year two story, you know, it's it's part of a trilogy, so he's building up to where, you know, he's discovering himself. So I'm I'm open to kind of just visually seeing it build up to where it needs to be. Um just seeing the cow how it is. You know, it'll eventually just evolve. So, I don't have gripes about it for right for right now. Yeah, same. Um, <clears throat> I, I kind of stick to like the same thing as always. Like, I could watch a thousand trailers. I don't care. Um, I wait for the movie to release and see how I feel about it. Um, I just want a good story. I want to enjoy it. I want to come out of there and be like, holy shit, that was dope. Pretty and then we go on here and talk about it. Um. I, that's all I really care about. Uh, I can't nitpick something that I just I don't know enough about. It's a trailer. Um, it was what three minutes long, mm. and how long is the movie going to be? Like two three hours, some shit. Yeah. So it's You're like saying three hours. So I'm just you know, well, I just want a good Batman movie. Batman <laughs> I think movie, um, you know? that's all I, I really want. I, I think he's going to get outshined as well um, by like everybody. I think yeah. I, I think the rogues are really interesting. Um, so. You know. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be an opportunity to bring in a lot more rogues that we haven't seen in any other movies. So, yeah. you know, it still is an origin, you know, style movie and trilogy. So the, the bat cycle looks really good. I like the bat cycle. Um, really chic. Uh, I, I was surprised. Uh, like, honestly, um, I was thinking the opposite. Like, I was I was thinking. You like the Murphy cycle. The first time where he, you know, Batman outshines the, the villains. <gasps> oh, yeah. Grumps, please hey, do tell. Hey, Pray tell I mean, you know, to to me, like in this trailer, like this, you know, this guy's a fucking maniac. <laughs> like he's he just, you know, was brutal and raw and just like cuts his way through this trailer like a fucking buzzsaw. Yeah. You know, every time he like he interacts with, you know, there was there was one point. um He's beating the shit out of somebody, and Catwoman's looking at him like, "Yeah, fucking maniac." Yeah, you know. Chill. So, yeah, <laughs> there was. I got a lot of that from you know the whole trailer. Like this guy that's going walking, in, you know, cutting right through this trailer and fuck you know, yeah, the movie game, itself. Game time, dude. I think <laughs> as as much of an issue that some of us have with the suit, I think you guys are making a lot of strong points in that. Like this suit could could literally be dog shit. I still think I'm gonna love this movie though, <laughs> because it just looks it looks like it's going to be well made, and it looks like it's going to have a story that's going to be like people are gonna pit this story. Okay, well, what's a better story? Like this is gonna 
going to be a good story, I think. <coughs> yeah. I, I'm happy I, we I haven't seen the origin story. The Riddler, too. That Riddler, man. Oh, so you don't like the, you don't like the, the Gimp? Gimp Riddler? No, I'm just saying, I changed my tune. I, I mean, it's not, you know, I'm, it seems like an interesting look and, and the whole, I don't know. Like you were saying earlier, it's serial killer type deal that he's got going yeah. on. They they definitely wanted to do the whole Heath Ledger with the Joker thing, where they're like the Riddler that you know is like silly, is Jim Carrey, is what's his name from the '66 show, um, Frank you know, like, yeah, and, and I think you know it's it's so easy to fall into that when you think Riddler, so they want to they want to completely change it for you, yeah. and um, Riddler and Penguin they get shafted a lot in the comics. Um, yeah. So, so it's good to see them on the big screen, you know, because um, they really do get shafted. They get shafted in merch and comics as well. Like, they- but there's so many fucking rogues. Penguin always gets killed. Penguin's always like Penguin does it to himself though. He's such a fucking asshole, isn't he? They're always in a joke though. Like they're like they're, they're, they're like the joke. A huge every figure. fucking comic. He's a huge figure in Gotham. Is Penguin with the iceberg laugh? True. Yeah. He's he's literally he owns. Like all the fucking, he owns the the financing guys. He owns the fucking cops. He owns the justice. I, I like the I like the mythology where the old cobble pots and old Wayne's like you know were connected in some way. Rubbing shoulders, yeah. yeah like, which is which is why I think it's so interesting that they're choosing not to do that. I think with this movie, yeah, he's yeah. he's very street level in this. Yeah, movie. yeah. Uh, oh, take it easy, sweetheart. Like, he, he, he's driving his own car. So I'm like, you know, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. His own dirty work, so he's not. Well, I fucking point, got you. Desperate to get away. So yeah. Whatever's happening. Uh, but I, yeah, agree, but I mean, clearly everyone's moving, saying, moving up like, in the ranks at the same time. You know, they're still cool. there. Or Be- believe them. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Grumps? I believe Jesus. Like the the whole year two thing, and and I mean, I don't have any information, but just like after watching the trailer, I was like, this this looks like. And what Alfred said to Bruce as well, like this, this is like somebody like you don't realize really what you've gotten yourself into. Like now it's becoming something more. Yeah, so, man. Like what I say, I don't know. You, you guys, I, I like you guys go watch the the Planet of the Apes stuff that Matt Reeves did and tell me that this ain't gonna be like an, a legendary trilogy, man. This this shit is this is gonna That's, be something else, man. That fir- the first one he did, technically, it's the second one of that trilogy. The first uh, eight movie that he did was fucking phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. no joke. It's like it, it was more it, it gripping than than like most of fucking these Academy Award movies. Yeah, and they're not man. even human. Yeah. So good, man. It's because it's about family. It's like it's not, you know it's it's something that the animal kingdom shares is like passing on your legacy and, and I, family. Can make a big movie, a big film, you know. So yeah, and big uh, scope. He got he got uh, Zack Snyder's um, oh approval, you know? oh that was yeah. so beautiful to see that Zaddy did that for him. Yo, because you know, know hey, Zach's don't bring up, don't bring up your cultist cult. <laughs> don't bring it up. You'll get people pissed off. So I don't know if uh, actually if you guys saw, but. Um, our friend uh, Sammy Warmhands from the Bat Fan, uh, the Bat Fan Addict podcast, uh, the guy that used to uh, hate mail 
the bad force and the grumpler uh, now is hate mailing uh, Sammy Warmhands and the Bat Fan Attic podcast. Yeah. So he just screenshotted and put up on his stories a DM that he got honor. from him. And it's the same thing. It's you bat cat, you bat cat Jew yeah. dog, you bat cat this. He's calling him a Jew. He's like saying something about like, like dick lips Keaton or some shit. Jesus. Um, yeah. And then. He put that in his screenshot. I'm like, bro, that's the same guy that was harassing us. It's the same guy. And he goes, oh, man, I made it. So, yeah, um, feel special. Yeah, so that's a good point, Gramps. Uh, you know, it's good to see that, though, because there are there are people out there who just because this has not Ben Affleck and because it's not Zack Snyder, like, are out for fucking blood for Warner Brothers. Um, you know, which is kind of silly because it's like, who the fuck wouldn't want to make a Batman movie? You can't blame the director. You can't blame any of the actors in it. Um, and we're still getting Ben Affleck. We're still getting Keaton. So, yeah. Um, and, and plus, people need to realize, like, we live in a different time where now there's these different outlets. You know, WB has HBO Max to lean on, just like Marvel has Disney Plus. These are going to be brand new outlets and opportunities for more spinoffs for their own shows and they're going to start interweaving from the show back into the movie. And I know there's talks of what, like a cat, something with Catwoman, right? Believe uh, that would be dope. <clears throat> like a, like a origins movie or a, a show. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I heard someone say Catwoman a while ago, but yeah, I've always wanted it. You're, you're just going to keep on getting more stuff, more content, more content. quicker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to wait another year or two. Like it's going to have all these spinoffs. And it's going to just start building and you're going to have more uh, movies on rogues that you would never imagine you can get based on the success of these movies. So instead of people kind of bitching about it, you know, you have to be open to this shit because things are opening up with um, other, you know, forms of media. Think about I hate, I hate you, Jesus. I hate when you make me feel bad. <laughs> it makes sense. That's, you know that's what? Why I'm here. I, I hope I'm wrong about this. I want it to be great. It's gonna be just great. for all those points, and also the fact that this is successful. Maybe we'll get a man bat movie. Maybe oh we'll my god! We'll get a Deathstroke yeah. movie. Right. Maybe we'll get an Azrael movie. Maybe we'll get all these other things that we want to see. So yes, or I or hope it's successful. Or you get that show. You know, show. Yeah. You know, it's I was just yeah. I was just daydreaming about that, Gramps. Um, I was just daydreaming about because you remember how Universal tried to jump, how to try to reboot the Universal Monsters um, franchise, and they started with the Mummy with Tom Cruise, but it just yeah. like bombed, and they fucking they they got rid of all the plans for it. Um, but then they got then they came out with the Invisible Man a couple of years ago, and it like fucking did so good that they they they're now coming back with the Universal Monsters uh, franchise. But like, imagine they start with like Man Bat, and then they do Clayface. And then they do fucking, um, you know, ventriloquist and they do their own DC universe like monsters. And then eventually they make like like a fucking Swamp Thing movie and they come back with fucking like, you know, a Justice League Dark movie after they do all those solos. That would be the fucking tits, bro. Mr. Freeze. But it's possible. I mean, if, it, if it's done right, you know. It's yeah, like, man. As long as it's done right, I, I, like, I, like I say, quality <laughs> over quantity. You know, as long as it's done right, don't just give us, don't give us another Gotham. You know, I don't want another Gotham. No, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. what if they did it like, what if they did it like a gritty, like 
not fully horror, but more like if you did you see the Invisible Man, where like yeah. it's that it's it's more like suspense jumps, and it's not like fucking gore. It's not like stupid shit like that. Um, it's more like cerebral and psychological, and you know you don't need to go full gore, or full scary with Man Bat. Like if you go more psychological with that shit, and you let the you know you let the unseen do the scaring for you, it could be really good. Yeah, what if uh, they? That would be great, right? What if they killed Pattinson and then they had to bring in <laughs> like Nightwing or Azrael or somebody like that to fight? There you Azrael. go. See, yeah, yeah. that all makes sense. Maybe that's that's what they need to do. And Batman dies again. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we we got two trailers and Batman has broken limbs, fucking electrocuted somebody in the throat, uh, beat somebody with a bat. <laughs> This is and they're not and they're not satisfied, Grumps. <laughs> they're still not satisfied, Grumps. I never thought I'd be sitting here hearing you be the voice of reason, and then everybody else not like something. I never would have fucking seen that coming to my. Like, I mean, the suit is okay. I you guys have legitimate gripes. I kind of I lean with Charles, like I like it, but I, I understand your gripes. But but your Grumps, you, you else ordered the, seeing, you like, ordered the figs, man, right? This Batman fucks people up. So this is great. <laughs> Trump <laughs> likes to knuckle down Batman, you know, yeah. fuck, knock the motherfucker out. Um, Gramps, I think I think you should probably uh, slip into Reeves Reevefx's DMs and then uh, Rob Freitas as well, because they're two guys who were fucking in love with Affleck and the whole Frank Miller nod to the Snyder Batman, and they like they're the guys that love the suits and make the suits and shit, and they were fucking heartbroken when that didn't continue. But they're also two guys that are very excited about this new version as well, which is interesting to me. Um, that, you know, they would be so into the Ben Affleck Batman and then also really into this one. Um, which, again, you know, they... they And it's it like and they don't like the suit either, I don't think, because they're suit guys, you know what I mean? But they put everything else... They, they put that aside and they're able to kind of get excited about everything else, so... Um, our buddy Lee Bormejo is also very excited about this movie. I think, you know, the chest plate for sure takes its inspiration from his Batman. And I think, uh, Gotham city takes inspiration from his Gotham city, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think this is good. We're a mixed bag. I think, uh, there's some of us who hate either the whole thing, parts of it. And there's some of us who love every minute of it, which is good. I think that's a, a good place to start at. I, I'd rather it be that way then everyone fucking love it or everyone hate it. You know, it's interesting. This will make for good podcasts, I think. Yeah. Where we all talk shit to each other about why we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but Legends, what are some parting thoughts? Uh, I like the penguin. There you go. There you go. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got you. I got you. The the more I think about this penguin, the more I like it. Yeah. Dude, what if this is the role that like Colin Farrell wins an Oscar for? Yeah, he'll go like he'll it'll be like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction where it revitalizes his career, huh? Yeah, I mean what a what a crazy casting choice. And then the whole physical transformation, he even actually had to I guess go ahead and wear a suit too because he I read where he he was having difficulty putting on enough weight in the time that it took them to start filming so they went ahead and made a suit for That's him. True. 
Yeah. Remember when uh, set picks leaked and he had blonde hair and everyone thought he was going to be Emperor Penguin? Oh, yeah. like, sexy Emperor Penguin? That's, that's what people were saying. Because it's true. When they first cast him as Penguin, I'm like, Colin, Colin Farrell was way too fucking sexy for Penguin, dude. How is this going to yeah. work? I know. Yeah, they didn't really reveal him in the fat suit from what I remembered either. So that's the screenshot looked- that you just showed before. Yeah. Looked and I think and more even, even when set picks started popping up, he, there were pics of him floating around, and everyone's like, "Oh, who's that guy?" And and it took a while before anyone was like, "Oh, that's fucking Colin Farrell, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> right." And uh, you know who else is in it that we didn't see anything of? Falcone, right? Falcone. Yeah, I forget the actor's name, but yeah, he's he's, he's a very very well known actor from like yeah. Spike Lee used him and do the right thing. Yeah. Um, he was in. He's always he always plays like. That very meticulous, very, uh, like the very meticulous, very careful character. Um, he was in the the Transformer franchise where he wasn't that at all. He was like the bad FBI agent. But um, yeah, all right, yeah, I'm excited just to see how this all comes out, and how, I'm I'm more <coughs> excited to see how we as fans react to it because it's so all over the place. I feel like, um, I gather. I don't know how you guys feel. Do you guys feel like most fans are are looking forward to it, though? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that uh, this went over really well with fans. Yeah. And yeah I don't think um, they revealed too much in the trailer, either. Yeah. In terms I feel of like story. we've been getting all these little snippets of, like, what's coming out, what's coming out, what's coming out. All of this should have came out this year. And it's yeah. like... I think we're really excited because we're finally going to get the stuff that we've been waiting for and we've been hearing about for the last like two and a half years. They threw a ton of shit at us in one weekend. Fucking four hours. And we, we didn't even talk about um, the new animated series. Oh, fuck. You know what? Maybe we'll... Who can make it? Who's going to be able to... Well, I don't want to bury the lead, but maybe we can put that at the end of uh, the next episode because that is... A good point, and that is going to be a fucking amazing looking series. Yeah. Um, the the question in the Cape Crusader. The question that I have too is, you know, we started off talking about Comic Con. We talked about fandom. You know, is DC's days in Comic Con over? Is this going to be our new norm? Uh, I feel like they're going to. I feel like they're going to be pushing out of that whole Comic Con scene and just doing these self fandom. Well, yeah, because you know it's on their terms. It doesn't cost them that much money, and they get to kind of bring you know be direct with these fans. Yeah, if I, I don't uh, see them as in in cons as much anymore. Yeah, but it's a good point. Yes, I could see them wanting to do that, but at the same time, I mean, you can make a lot of money and build a lot of brand loyalty by pressing the flesh you know what i mean you have to have a physical preference to be in front of someone um you know it's just like a political you know candidate going out on campaign you can you can spend all the money and time on tv and radio ads but people are really gonna you know attach themselves to you when they meet you and they they see you and they feel like, oh yeah, this is someone I can relate to. So I, yeah, I think you know the DC fandom. It's an awesome thing, and it's kind of a necessary thing right now. It's the safest thing 
to do, especially in the pandemic. But eventually, I think they're going to get back to being a strong preference presence, especially at New York Comic Con. Yeah, I think um, uh, and of, San Diego because of, of the pandemic, it's like they haven't really released anything. So it's like normally they always have like, oh, check out these costumes from these movies were released. And, you know, people just go there and take pictures and see that stuff. And since we haven't had much of that, besides, I think it was just, what, Suicide Squad? Um, that's that's about it. It's like they, there was, it wasn't, it wasn't worth the effort of going there when even your competitors didn't show up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they, it's, uh... it's, it's been trending that way, I think. You know, like Marvel wasn't at, uh, they didn't have a big booth the year before. Or 2019. Yeah. And the DC section is just some suits and they give away, you know, buttons or, you know, whatever. Make you sign up for a credit card. Yeah. They, um, at uh, San Diego, uh, the last year they did it, which was what? Oh my God, 2019? Was that what it was? Yeah. You know, the biggest show that they do, they, they took it, they used to have a DC booth and then they took that and they cut it down to maybe a fourth of the size and they just wedged it out as an end cap to the Warner Brothers booth. Um, so they did have somewhat of a physical presence, but it was literally just the fucking back corner of the Warner Brothers booth. And they had all the signings at the Warner Brothers table instead. And um, I think that was just to save money. And that was right around the time they were cutting everybody's jobs, right before they cut everybody's job. And then the pandemic hit, and I just fucked it all up. So, yeah, I think I think it will. At, at some point when the things kick back in, they'll they'll come back to – showing presence but yeah you guys are i think i think it's a little bit of everything it's um it's gonna be a smaller footprint than it maybe was and uh they're gonna rel- i mean fandom is uh, it's successful i mean it was a very cheap way of getting it into as many people's uh homes and on 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 their eyeballs as possible yeah um yeah, i mean it's, it's like a virtual panel you know it's like yeah. instead of you waiting at a con for a couple hours you're getting that from home and they got yeah a lot of information. Like I watched the whole thing from start to finish, and I was annoyed. Obviously, I want to see the Batman, but um, I'm sitting there watching these things that I wouldn't normally watch and whatever, and getting all this information and discovering like there's a lot of characters in live action. You know, whether you like those shows or not, you know they're not for everybody, but uh, a lot of people do like. You know, there's, there's Hawkman and, and Doctor Fate and, and Black Adam movie. There's just the society characters and the, and the was it Star Spangled Girl or I, I forget what you know TV show and then there's oh um Star something um Star Girl they have a lot of you know there's Legends of Tomorrow and they have uh, there's a lot of DC Universe characters in live action now yeah. so it's pretty cool. All right, well that was uh, I mean we you guys are right we did not even touch on they still they did a little Blue Beetle panel they did a little Batgirl panel. Yeah. Um, we didn't even touch on those things. They showed some Batgirl um, concept art. They taught, they showed you who Batgirl is going to be. They showed you the directors. Uh, uh, Joss Whedon is slain. The dragon is dead. Um, Batgirl stripped from his hands, um, never to be given back ever again. And uh, yeah, all right. But we'll, I mean, we'll get into some of that other stuff as it comes out. But um. I mean that was uh we we gave we gave the we gave you almost an hour and forty minutes worth of content so I know we've uh, haven't been putting out much but that's hopefully going to change we got a big this is a big month because we got at least one other interview coming out and then 
uh, we wanted to talk about the animated um, Long Halloween, the two-parter. So we'll do that as well before Halloween is over. So you got some more stuff coming your way. But yeah, guys, excellent, um, excellent episode. Thanks to all the listeners. Subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, and uh, we'll catch you guys in the flip, right? Please. Right. All right. Take it easy.